Amazon Books, your weekly program about great reads through book talks, trailers, and first chapters. Presented by Mrs. Winningham and Mrs. Kovach. Hi, it's Mrs. Kovach, and today I'll be reading to you from House Arrest by K.A. Holt. This is another book that's written in verse, so it means that each little chapter is a separate poem that all fits together to tell a story. The inside cover says, Stealing is bad. Yeah, I know. But my brother Levi is always so sick, and his medicine is always so expensive. I didn't think anyone would notice if I took that credit card, if in one stolen second I brought Levi's medicine, but someone did notice, and now I have to prove I'm not a delinquent. I'm not a total bonehead. That was one quick second, and it turned into juvie, a judge, a year of house arrest, a year of a court-ordered journal, a year to avoid messing up and being sent back to juvie so fast that my head will spin. What could go wrong? Week one. Boys don't write in journals unless it's court-ordered. At least that's what I figured. I, I, I have nothing to write or to say. I'm not allowed to have nothing to say, except on Tuesdays when I go see Mrs. Bainbridge, who calls me Tem instead of Timothy. I sit on her squishy couch, my mouth sealed shut, my eyes burning holes in the leaves of all of her plants. She says I can call her Maureen, but who would want to be called Maureen? Adjudicated delinquent. I had to look that up, how to spell that, three times. I don't feel like I'm a delinquent, and I don't know what adjudicated means, even after looking it up. Sounds like a kung fu movie. Adjudicated in your face. Oh yeah. A whole year of this journal? Maybe I will write about what other people see, like Jose, just being Jose. I'll pretend his life is mine, like I can still go hang out in our street whenever I want, on Magnolia Circle, where I've always lived, with a manhole cover that makes a perfect third base? Week two, how do you let yourself become a probation officer? Is there a school for that? A diploma? Congrats, James, you've graduated and now you're a complete tool. James recommends not writing any more things like that last thing, otherwise the judge will get mad. Who knew my probation officer could read my journal? I would like it on record that that isn't fair. Do you hear me, James? Do you hear me, Mrs. Bainbridge? Do you hear me, Judge? A personal journal is very crowded with so many eyes. James on Monday. Mrs. Bainbridge on Tuesday. School every day. Home every day. Nowhere else unless mom is with me. That's the schedule, journal. Got it? It's pretty simple, like a court-ordered cage with a mom-shaped lock. You better take this journal seriously, James told me on Monday or they're gonna throw you in juvie so fast your head will spin, as if my head isn't already spinning. On that day, weeks ago, I lost my head. Everything foggy and frosty, everything a dwarf's name from a fairy tale that doesn't exist. I remember I was tired, so, so, so tired. Levi had been sick the night before. One of those nights with no nurse at home to help, mom had her hands full and I did too. Levi was bad sick. So I helped, running for towels, for meds, for the heavy oxygen tanks, for the suction machine, for the spare trach tubes, for the ties to keep the tubes in his neck so he could breathe, which he wasn't doing very well that night. 
Before the morning, when my head was full of fairy tale dwarves named Foggy and Frosty and Sleepy and Crazy, I'll never know what I was thinking when I stole that wallet because I wasn't thinking. I wish everyone stopped asking. There is no what when there is no thinking. There is just ising. Things happen. Things happen, happen. Just like that. Snap. It is what it is. It was what it was. So stop asking. I was trying to help, that's all. But it was the opposite of help. And I know that now. And I'm not sorry, though, if you're wondering. I'm just sorry I got caught because it would have helped. It would have. Week three. James said I should take the last part out. You better be sorry, he says, when he throws the journal into my chest, looking mad and disappointed. A look they must give test on at the probation officer university. This is not a joke, Timothy. They'll throw you in juvie so fast your head will spin. I mouth the words as he says them. He doesn't like that, but he needs new words. He won't like that I wrote that either. Oh, well. Hey, James. When Levi, when Levi was born, my dad was still here. Nine months ago feels like nine years. Dad's heart was beating in the same room as mine. His lungs filled with the same air as mine. His stomach filled with the same pizza as mine. We had pepperoni that night when Levi was born. We high-fived our root beers. Dad told the waitress, I have two boys now. How about that? She gave us ice cream for free, and it was just the best night until it wasn't anymore. Then the phone rang in the pitch dark night and Jose's mom answered because I was at their house and dad was at the hospital with mom and Levi and Jose's mom came to wake me up, but I was already awake. She drove me to the hospital and she told me Levi was sick and the doctors didn't know how bad it was. It was real bad and they wanted me there in case he died so I could say goodbye. And none of it made sense because Levi was a brand new baby and nothing happens to brand new babies because they're new and haven't hurt anyone yet. And dad still had pizza in his stomach, and so did I from earlier that night, and everything was okay. P.S. Levi didn't die. Not any time. They told us he would, and there were lots of times. James, Mrs. B., I know you're reading, so listen up. I was thinking, you guys don't know anything about anything, no offense, but if you were going to understand what I'm talking about in this dumb journal, I'm going to need to explain some things to your dumb faces. No offense. There's just so many things for you to understand before you can really understand. So I can tell you about that day, that stealing day, but you're never going to know what was going on in my head because I don't know what was going on in my head. All I do know was what was going on in my life. Lesson one, trach. You say it like trach in case you don't know. It's a plastic tube in Levi's neck. Well, in a hole in Levi's neck. A hole that a doctor put in there so Levi could breathe. The tube protects the hole, but it lets in a lot of germs, like a super highway to his lungs. So that's no good. Breathing is good. Kind of a lame trade-off if you ask me. I guess the trank is like a plastic nostril in Levi's neck. And it has all the gross stuff that nostrils have, like slippery boogers and slime and gunk. And when he sneezes, these snout bullets come out. So yeah, it's a plastic nostril in your neck, but it doesn't look like a nostril, just a tube. And it saved Levi's life and changed everyone else's. Sometimes I wonder what it's like to breathe through your neck instead of your face. How does food taste if you can't smell it? Do your sinuses still hurt when you're sick? Does it tickle when you cough out of the tube? Does it feel weird when you swallow? It must because Levi chokes a lot. When he chokes, we use the suction machine and it's so loud like a jackhammer drinking a Slurpee. 
It sucks out all the gunk out of the tube in his neck so Levi can breathe easy again. He always looks so relieved. I wonder, how does that feel? Jose came over today. He called me a felon and he laughed his head off. He wanted, he wanted me to come with him. Cam's paintball party. My answer, what part of house arrest don't you understand? I told him I was getting a tracking device on my ankle and if I leave the house, it will blow my whole leg off, even messier than the paintball. He believed me, so I left my head off. Week four, James says, I need to talk more about that day. Your journal, he says, and that eye-rolly way they must teach you at probation officer university is to pr prove that you were reflecting on what you did, to prove house arrest is working, to prove you don't need ju Juvie to set you straight. It's court ordered, Timothy. You know what that means, right? And that's when I shout, I'm doing it, right? I'm writing it, okay? And he nods, looks kind of bored. And I wonder again, how this ever happened? There's a lot of things I know that I shouldn't know about why things are the way they are, about dad driving away and never coming back, about his job he never went back to, about mom working nights for extra money, about food coming from the church on the corner, about Levi's medicine costing so much as a pet space shuttle. I know but I don't say I know, but mom knows I know because she knows everything except whether or not dad is ever coming back. No one knows that. Maybe dad does. A year is a long time to write in a journal and never go to paintball parties. This is not a haiku.